T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Eight oh six. I think Degman just gave you the time, didn't he? Well, I'm going to give it to you again in case you haven't set your clocks, but you probably don't do that anymore because you all have cell phones. And your mobile phone has the time on it. Should be accurate. My name is Chris Ranji. Hello. Uh, This is a show called At Your Service, and I am here for you until 10 o'clock tonight. I am glad to be with you. Hopefully you're glad to be with me. Tonight is going to be what I'm going to call uh, the uh, Stop the Lunacy Show. This is a... This is an appeal to you to stop the lunacy, the madness, the silliness, the craziness, all of that, all of those things that have been happening lately. Um, and there are a bunch of different things that we'll get into tonight that that sort of, um, well, illustrate exactly what I'm talking about. First things first, we'll talk to Chris Hayes of Fox 2 here in St. Louis, and he's an investigative reporter. And he's got a piece that's going to run on Fox tonight as soon as this World Series game comes to an end. It might be the last game of the World Series this year if the Braves are able to win. They do lead right now in the third inning. So if they end up winning the game, uh, the World Series is over. Baseball is over until February of 2022. And then it'll be like, you know, Cardinal season again. So that's good. Um, at any rate... Chris has a piece coming up on Fox tonight about road rage. Road rage, as we all know, is a problem. It's been a problem for a very long time. It's not something new. It's not like road rage has been invented in the last year. We've been joking about it and over the years, and you know, we talk about it, and sometimes it's violent, and sometimes it is really, really bad. Incidents of road rage are up. And they appear to be up around the country. It's not just here in Missouri, but in Missouri, it has been an issue. It's bad almost everywhere. Uh, Just read a story earlier today about Arizona talking about record numbers of road rage incidents. In Ohio, they've seen a 22% increase overall in road rage incidents In their state, in some counties, it's up like 50%, but it's probably areas where there aren't a whole lot of people and they don't have a whole lot of uh, road rage as it is. So if you have two and usually you have one, that's a 50%. Well, that's a 100% increase, isn't it? Yeah, thanks, Matt. I can't do math so well. Uh, But it's a problem. It's a problem everywhere in the country. And there might be an underlying issue, and I think there is. I don't think it's just because you don't know how to drive. That's part of the problem. 
you need to figure it out, by the way. You need to figure out how to drive because I've seen you drive. It is not good. Very, very dangerous. You're driving way too fast. You have no idea where the lanes are. You don't know about turn signals. You need to learn all of these things quickly because your driving is making people angry. That's part of the issue, but I also think there's an underlying issue when it comes to road rage. I think we're all generally just angrier than we used to be. I think we're just angrier people than we were maybe four, five, six years ago. And I certainly think it has gotten worse since the pandemic has started. A lot of frustration around the world. It's not just it's not just here in the United States. I mean, there's frustration everywhere. There's there's death. There's frustration. There is frustration with things that we can't do, things that are not going the way we want them to go. A lot of different factors are playing into, I think, how we feel now and how we feel generally toward one another. And it's causing problems. And in some respects, that, that uh, manifests in road rage. I don't think it's the only cause of it. Again, like I said, your driving leaves a lot to be desired. You're driving right now. You need to keep a 10 and 2, son. If you're not 10 and 2 right now, what are you doing? You got to be very careful when you're on the road. Uh, but I think that that is part of the issue. We are generally more upset with one another. We are generally more distrustful of one another and just angrier. And I don't know if there's a fix for it. But for tonight, I'm going to appeal to you to help me stop the lunacy and a number of different things that we'll talk about uh, throughout the show today. Can't wait to get Chris on the show as he's going to tell us about those very things that have been happening on the roadways uh, just here in St. Louis. There is something that is good that's been happening potentially. I guess it depends on how you feel about the entire situation. How do you feel about, and by the way, have you heard this question before? I bet you haven't. How do you feel about the NFL coming back to town? How do you feel about St. Louis getting a team again? Pretty big victory here for the locals today in uh, the Missouri Court of Appeals denying the league's bid to move the Rams trial out of St. Louis. Of course, the NFL wanted that to happen. The reason they wanted that to happen is... They think they're not going to be able to find impartial people here. Impartial jurors here or impartial judges here. It's not going to happen. That's at least what they believe. And uh, the Missouri Court of Appeals said, "Uh uh-uh, sorry, deal with it. And this could end up being a thing that if it works out in the city's favor, it might cost Stan Kroenke literally billions of dollars. And it kind of sounds like he didn't think it was going to be this bad when all of this started a long time ago, a couple of years ago, in fact. I don't think he thought it was going to go down the way it looks like it might be going down. And one of those possible side effects of this trial, this lawsuit moving forward, the league might be starting to look at the possibility, and there are probably a number of different things that can happen here, But they're certainly looking at the possibility that they might have to award St. Louis an expansion team. Now, how do you feel about that? I, for one, all for it. 
Of course, it has to be of minimal cost to the city. There's no way if we want a team back in this town, there's just no way it's going to happen for free. And I mean like free, free, where it costs us absolutely nothing. But I'm willing to have a team back in St. Louis for minimal cost. I think that ultimately we'd all be happier if there was a team in town and if there was an ownership that tried to make the product better on the field, tried to make the team win, wasn't plotting behind the scenes for many, many years to get the team out of the city. As long as we have an ownership group like that or an individual owner, I think people here would be very happy. I'd love to hear from you tonight. 314-436-7900. And I'm also told there is a text line. So remember what I said earlier about you being a a kind of a, a lousy driver? Don't text and drive. Pull over if you've got something to say to me. And you can send us a text at that number, 314-436-7900. You can call toll-free, 800-925-1120. I'm on Twitter, at Chris Ronge, R-O-N-G-E-Y. Instagram, I'm there, too. I take great photos. Oh, my God, you should see my pics. My pics are so good. Matt Pajeski, the producer of the show tonight, he agrees. He says they are fantastic. So we're going to stop the lunacy tonight. And there's a lot of stuff that's been happening. Uh, I don't know if you saw what was going on in Dallas earlier today. Speaking of lunacy, hundreds of people at Dealey Plaza in Dallas were there because they thought JFK Jr. was going to make an appearance. Uh, Let me say that again. John F. Kennedy Jr. was supposed to make an appearance in Dallas today. And hundreds of people camped out at the place where JFK Sr. was assassinated in the 60s. You think that's lunacy? Maybe a little bit. I told you, a lot of craziness is going on now. We're going to all stop this together. Or at least I hope we can. Chris Hayes from Fox 2, an investigative reporter, is going to join us next. We will talk to him about all the road rage incidents that have been happening in Missouri. So, hey, by the way, stay safe out there, would you? I want you with me until 10 o'clock tonight on KMOX. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KMOX 1120 AM. And I don't know if you know this. 
98.7 FM. If you're in your car now, you can listen on FM. I sound way better in FM. I think. I mean, I sound clearer. Doesn't mean better. Uh, but you, you have two options. If you're farther away from the city, 1120 AM, because the reach is fantastic. If you want some real clarity here in town, you want it to sound good. Uh, really good, 98.7 FM. So a couple of options for you in our uh, Stop the Lunacy show or Stop the Insanity. We can call it whatever you want to. Again, taking your text messages, 314-436-7900. I'm Chris Ranji here on KMOX. We are joined by investigative reporter for Fox 2 here in St. Louis, Chris Hayes, and you can follow him on Twitter at Chris Hayes TV. Chris, thanks for being with us tonight. We appreciate you talking with us. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Well, I know it's been busy for you. This has been a, a really strange year, and, and we've been talking about um, the fact there is a lot of anger out there, and a lot of that transitions over into road rage, which is it's not something new. I mean, we've you know, we've seen it. We've seen it be really scary. We've joked about it a lot. I think people often joke about having road rage or, or seeing it or whatever. But there's you're, you're doing a piece tonight that will air after the World Series on Fox 2. And you've discovered that this is, it's actually getting worse. It is. We're hearing reports from people that they think it's worse. We think it's worse when we see it on the roads. So there's a couple things we did. We've got some unique interviews with people who've really been impacted by this that, that will blow your mind. But more importantly than that, we wanted to see, is this real or is this just our perception? And the Highway Patrol does keep this data. You can break it down according to fatal crashes, non-fatal crashes, what type of driving was involved. So we looked at aggressive driving and we looked at fatalities and we found that they are in fact, they were in fact up by a notable percentage in 2020 when there were fewer cars on the road. Hmm. And then we were able to see these, these places that kind of stuck out almost like Christmas trees where it looks like there are hot spots, which we will reveal to you tonight after the World Series game, specifically where there have been more reported incidents. Fascinating. It really is fascinating because I, I think when you're in your own world, um, it, it just feels like the world is angrier. It feels like drivers are angrier. But to find out there, there are actual numbers to support it um, kind of changes everything. I mean, I, I was reading that in Ohio, they believe that uh, road rage incidents are up about 20% in some counties, like 50 plus percent. Arizona says they're, they're seeing record numbers of road rage incidents. And this is happening everywhere. It's interesting when I talk to a police officer from his perspective, who, who you will also hear from tonight, and he's not only got an interesting take on it, but he's got a, a really um, astute way of dealing with this. But he said when the roads opened up, he saw people speeding like he has never seen before. In a business district, he said somebody went 90 past him, and he doesn't even have an ordinance for that. So that was <laughs> that was something that broke the, the barrier of him being able to write a ticket. It didn't even come up in the rain. So when you think about that kind of speed, and he says you got to come up on somebody, it's on. Chris, I apologize. Hayes. I'm hitting oh. it with my cheek. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> you know, I I do that all the time. Like some, some <laughs> I don't even know how I was doing it. It's like my cheek grew. I don't know, but you're, but now you're making me angry. Um, <laughs> I, well, and that's the thing. Triggers anything triggers it seems, well, and and people don't know that they're even triggering. Sometimes it's an innocent driver that's yeah. caught up 
and is in the aftermath and becomes part of this crash as well. Well, well that's what's interesting, Chris. We're visiting with Chris Hayes of Fox 2, is that it, it, there could be a number of different reasons for it. I, I think people uh, generally are just angrier overall, and there are a number of different reasons for it. Um, and I think we all know what a lot of those reasons are, but have you been able to identify in, in doing this piece what it really is? If there's one thing, if it's multiple things, I mean, I, I did read this story um, out of Arizona where they were talking about there's just this simmering anger that people are feeling toward each other anyway. Is it that? Is it more than that? Do we have an idea? That is a fascinating discussion that we have to have. And the police officer we talked to did not get into the sociological or the psychological reasons for that. He did get into the fact that when the roads opened, it gave people more of a feeling of invincibility. And then there might be, because of there's increased aggressive driving, there's an increased opportunity for people to kind of meet each other in a um, volatile way let's say. But you know, something else he touched on that I think does get into the sociological aspect of it is there's this anonymity when you're behind the wheel. You're not looking at, you know, your your grandmother that you sit next to in church. You're looking at the blue Mazda. And so he said, you know, what you need to do, react on the roads like you're face-to-face with somebody in a grocery store, and you're not going to walk on their heels. You're right. Again, road rage is nothing new. And there's just this idea that when you're in your car, there's just a faceless, unknown idiot that isn't paying attention to what he's doing. And he's somehow limiting you or inconveniencing you or maybe putting you in danger. And that's all you see when you're in your car. And you know what, Chris? Sometimes you're right. Sometimes there is an idiot that is just not aware of his or her surroundings. And I think that has a lot to do with it, too. Yeah. And then I think people want to prove a point. They want to show this person that they're wrong. And I asked the officer about that too. I said, well, what if you're the one that's getting your heels stepped on? And he says, let it go, let him go and let police deal with them. And so one of the things I think you'll see in tonight's piece that is just, you just have to see it to really understand it. And it's, it's powerful in that we have two Parkway South high school students who witnessed a road rage between grown adults in their parking lot. And when you hear from these two teenagers, I think you're going to be struck by the fact that a lot of times in society, people sometimes look at high school kids as um, people who aren't aspiring to do something or they're lazy. And these are these kids that are so articulate and were able to intervene so importantly in this situation. One of the students stopped a 70 year old from trying to run over the other 70 year old for the third time. And the, other high school student who's a lifeguard used her training to treat the victim. And, and to hear these students talk about, like talk to us as grownups as, as, you know, looking at the world and seeing, what are you guys doing? We have been doing that for generations. And, and this, I mean, you can go back and you can read writings from a hundred years ago of elders talking about the young people and how they're not equipped and they're stupid. And, you know, like, Right, We've been doing right. this forever, that the kids are dumb. This generation's stupid. This generation's lazy. We've been doing right. this forever. It's a never-ending cycle. And it's, you know, it is. It's a closed-minded attitude that really plays into the whole um, stereotyping a certain vehicle as, a, as an aggressive driver. I think it plays into the same kind of assumption that you don't want to have, which reminds me, another th- thing that's in this report that is just 
unbelievable. I've seen it 10 times and I still can't get it through my head. You don't know who's got a gun in the car next to you. And we've got video of what appears to be a soccer mom pointing a gun right at you on a major exit of a major interstate. And you see this and you just, you just don't know. So that's why let it go. Chris Hayes with Fox two investigative reporter is joining us here on KMOX. If we don't really have the underlying reasons that, or the, the, the one reason that this is happening more frequently now than it, than it has happened in the past, what can be done about it? Is there, is there anything the police are telling you officials tell you that maybe we can all do to get better here? The thing I hear the most repeatedly is to watch your speed that speeds have increased 10 to 20 miles an hour. And while that seems innocuous to most people and you're just speeding, you just want to test, can you go 10 over without getting a ticket now? Can you go 20 over without getting a ticket? And it appears now you can go faster without getting a ticket, that this is increasing the likelihood that you're going to die when you do hit something and it's going to increase the likelihood you're going to run up on somebody's bumper or that somebody's going to run up on you that speeds repeatedly I hear is a major, if not the biggest contributor. Well, and I wonder other than just pulling cars over more frequently, what police can do about it, highway patrol, what they can do about it. I mean, there, there's some, there's some personal responsibility here. I think we all need to uh, watch what we do and have some awareness of our surroundings and what we're doing and how we're affecting other people. But I, I know there's, there's gotta be a way that, that officials can help with this. And there are programs, for instance, MoDOT has a highway safety program where they do give municipalities grant money to enforce um, speeds, you know, enforce the speed limit. Um, I think County Country had one recently, and then you'll see the signs come up. This is a, they call it like a highway traffic safety zone, something like that. So there are, there is money and there are programs and, and people are taking advantage of it. Chris, I, I don't want to be guilty of drawing too many conclusions and trying to connect dots where maybe there there is no connection. But, you know, something we talked about a moment ago with just this this simmering, this underlying anger that people have with one another, that there's a just a, a general anger, uh, a feeling of anger in this country. Maybe maybe it's happening all over the world, but I, it feels more intense here now than it ever has. I'm wondering if it's little stuff like I'm thinking, I don't know if it's so little, but the thing in Dallas today where you have hundreds of people who are gathering at Dealey Plaza waiting for JFK Jr. to show up because they think he's going to come out of nowhere and become president and they're angry at how the election went down and they think the election was stolen from them. I just wonder if there's if there's a lot that's really underlying here that's influencing all kinds of exhibitions of anger and not just road rage. I've certainly seen that. Yes. in many other avenues other than just on our roads. And it's one of those things where, you know, I have to divide and conquer as an investigative reporter. What am I going to look at now? And that, you know, that took us to the, the road rage aspect. And I think you, you bring up that we need to look at some other areas where anger is, is taking over our lives. It is. And I, I don't know how to fix it. I, I really don't. It's just 
it's such an unusual time, and I think it's a bit of a dangerous time, and I hope that we can pull out of it quickly, and I hope there's there's not a whole lot more pain that, that people experience here. Chris, I, I'm looking forward to seeing the piece tonight. Thanks for doing the great work on it, and let's talk again down the road. Thank you. Look forward to it. That is Chris Hayes, investigative reporter at Fox 2 here in St. Louis. Again, watch that report after the World Series game between the Astros and the Atlanta Braves, which is ongoing right now. I, I want to kind of tell you what's happening or what did happen in Dallas earlier if you weren't uh, actually paying attention to what was going on down there. It's it's funny, but it's not like it's kind of not funny, but it is also kind of hysterical at the exact same time. Also, uh, we have uh, Senator Hawley to think about something. Uh, we need to thank him for protecting our masculinity. He's, he's here for us, and I'll tell you about that as the show goes on. Uh, Jeremy Werner from the Illini Inquirer will join us later on. I was talking about lunacy. The NCAA is crazy. And I think you know this. I think if you've been following sports at all over the last several years, you understand that the actual organization of the NCAA is insane, is foolish, is nonsensical. And we'll talk to Jeremy Warner about that. And there's one particular reason that affects the fighting Illini in their basketball season coming up. Also, uh, Amy Marks Kors, who is on the Charlie Brennan show uh, every Monday through Friday in the morning from 8.30 until 11. She's going to join us. Uh, We'll get her thoughts on the Virginia governor race, which appears like it is going to go to Youngkin tonight. Um, I don't believe anybody has actually called it. I I haven't seen a network call it yet. But it is leaning in favor of him. So it looks like the Republican uh, will be the governor there in Virginia. We'll talk about that. And we'll we'll talk about some of the other stuff that we have been getting into so far on At Your Service. I'm Chris Ranji. This is KMOX. Chris Ranji on KMOX tonight till 10 o'clock. It's good to have you with me. I feel like we haven't talked in a while. It's been a week. And I missed you. And I hope you miss me. I hope you're feeling uh, sane tonight. I hope you're you're feeling like everything is normal for you. And that's good. uh, Because there's a bit of silliness that is happening out there. And and I mentioned in the interview with Chris Hayes at Fox 2... um, about the gathering that occurred in Dallas, Texas earlier today. Uh, um, A couple of hundred at least, it sounds like by the numbers, of QAnon believers were in Dallas, Texas for this reason. There is a belief that John F. Kennedy Jr. would appear. And... Here's the interesting thing about that. Uh, He's dead. And he's been dead for a long time, since 1999. Uh, But that's not what some of these folks believe. They believe that he's actually been in hiding for 22 years. And so they gathered at the spot where his father was assassinated 
famously in Dealey Plaza. And the thought is this, that he would appear that he would somehow uh, reinstate Donald Trump to be the president again. And then Trump would step down and John Jr. would become the president with Michael Flynn being appointed the vice president. And then uh, Trump would, quote, become the king of kings. This is according to an article in Newsweek and the Dallas Morning News reporting today. Um, This is a resident from Dallas who said, frankly, I'm kind of shocked at how many people turned out for this. Yeah, me too. Um, This doesn't appear to be a widespread belief. Like, I don't think that multiple millions of uh, people believe this all to be true. At least I hope not. I really hope we're not in that kind of insane world where this alternate reality is so crazy that so many people believe it and then it becomes almost not crazy because so many people believe it. But let me assure you, this is insane. This is very, very insane because none of this is true. And obviously the folks who were gathered waiting uh, were disappointed because the Flash, apparently official, from Dallas, Texas, John F. Kennedy Jr., still dead. The Flash, apparently official. John Jr., not a good pilot. Uh, He crashed his plane that he was flying in 1999 off the coast of Martha's Vineyard. His Piper Saratoga. Uh, It landed in the ocean. He is no longer with us. John Jr. is no more. Neither is his dad or his mom, uh, who apparently was also supposed to be part of this thing, too. Like, eventually, Jackie is supposed to come back. Like, she has also been in hiding. Folks, we, we got we to gotta stop this. Like, we have to uh, make sure that we shout down these things with authority. Great authority, because this stuff is so crazy. Like, I am also kind of surprised. Like, I know things are a little bit nuts now in our world. I am very surprised that that many people showed up. It should have been a crowd of maybe two dozen. Like, maybe. Now, if you've ever been to Dealey Plaza in Dallas, there are always a lot of people just kind of milling around because it's a, it's a tourist spot. I, I was there one time. I, I, this is how weird I am. Uh, I went with a group of friends. We went for a Halloween. It was, in fact, it was, what, six years ago, I think. We went for Halloween. One of my buddies was working, and he was going to be by himself. And the rest of us said, hey, we've never been to Dallas. Let's go hang out in Dallas for the weekend. And we did. And there were five or six of us who went. And there was this one, it was either a Saturday or a Sunday. We went and had lunch. And everybody said, uh, all right, we're going to go do some day drinking now. And me, because I'm a loser, I said, guys, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to walk seven blocks that direction and go hang out at Dealey Plaza and see the sixth floor uh, a book depository museum. And that's what I did by myself. I went and I looked at the grassy knoll. I went and looked at the entire area. And there are always people hanging around. There are people who are there selling stuff that they have made, books and 
you know, flyers and whatever else they've done. Um, I don't know if it's legal that they can do it, but they're doing it anyway and nobody's stopping them. And there are people giving speeches, not sanctioned or anything, but they're they're talking and giving their own tours. So there are always people. There are never hundreds of people down there at once. Unless I guess there's an actual parade that goes through. But I can't imagine in Dallas that of all the possible parade routes they've got for any parade they might have, that they will ever go down that path again. Like, there's no way, right? If any of you live in Dallas or know somebody who lives in Dallas, uh, check back with me and let me know. You can text me at 314-436-7900. Let me know if they have parades that actually go down that street. They, they can't, right? Like, that's the kind of thing you just don't do anymore, I would think. Uh, but at any rate, it's just a very odd thing that happened in Texas. But no, John Jr. did not show up. Rest in peace. He passed on at the age of 38. Again, rest in peace. we got more coming up on KMOX. And um, I told you we'll talk to Jeremy Werner of the Illini Enquirer because the NCAA is, I would say they've lost their damn minds, but I don't know if they had minds to lose. They're crazy. The way they operate is just complete insanity. So we'll talk to Jeremy about that because the fighting Illini are going to be affected as a result. And then with the Virginia governor race, which a lot of people around the country are looking to as sort of a precursor for what might happen in the midterms in 2022, a lot of times it does. The state of Virginia predicts uh, pretty well, actually, what might happen in the midterms. So Amy Marks Kors is going to join us to talk a little bit about that and some of the other things that we've been getting into as well. John Jr. is not coming back, kids. I hate to say it. He seemed like a nice fella. I don't know him, didn't know him, but he's not coming back, and he's definitely not going to be your president. This is KMOX. Matt, did you come up with a good Halloween costume that you wore over? You didn't. You did not celebrate Halloween. Oh, you, you celebrated. You just didn't put a costume no, on. No, I don't. I don't do that kind of thing. Oh. What do you mean? What are you, are you too? Adult I just don't for really it? dress up, but I love to celebrate Halloween. I like to pass out the candy and decorate the house. See, that's really nice. And you were telling me as you as I came in today that you were busy taking down the decorations, yeah. and you really go hardcore. Yeah. At your house with the. Halloween decorations more so than you do Christmas decorations. And I don't know, is Christmas, you celebrate Christmas? Yes, we do. Okay. So your house celebrates Christmas. And not everybody does. Um, I know a lot of people who are not Christians who uh, just do it. Like they celebrate it because it's a fun holiday. And I would like to point out something. You know, we've been talking about craziness and madness and insanity. This is a thing that most of you are going to tell me is insane. But I'm not. I'm right about this. I'm right about what I'm about to say to you. It is November 2nd, 2021. Do you know what happens on November 1st? Matt, do you know? All Saints Day. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Do you know what happens every year on November 1st? That is of 
huge importance. No. November 1st, and by the way, it was All Saints Day yesterday. Very good. Um, I told you I celebrate Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> no. Here's the most important thing that happens. It is Christmas decoration time. November 1st, it is okay if you decide to start decorating for Christmas. I know you're going to say that's wrong. You're going to tell me there's just there's no way that you can decorate for Christmas that early. You got to wait until at least after Thanksgiving. Nope. No, you do not. And here's the reason you don't have to do it. Because the best catalog of music of any holiday that exists is Christmas music. And why would we only allow ourselves one month of Christmas music? Why would we do that to us? Why would we not enjoy it as long as we possibly can? Which means, to me, as soon as Halloween is over, November 1st, you start getting ready for Christmas. You can start putting up decorations. If you want to wait to put the tree up, that's fine because there aren't any tree lots out anyway if you do the real thing. If you have a fake tree, put it up right now if you want to. You can do whatever you want. And you can start listening to Christmas music now. You know why? Thanksgiving, great holiday. It's just an appetizer for Christmas. That's all it is. It's an appetizer. It's great. Get to be with family. Get to be with people you like or don't like. Whatever. You get to have arguments. You get to have insane Thanksgiving family reunion arguments, whatever it is that you do, guess what? You can still listen to your Christmas tunes and you can have your decorations up in the weeks leading up to Thanksgiving. I said it's okay. We had a caller, Mark, who phoned in from Dallas, Texas, and you could do the same from Dallas or Orlando or St. Louis, Creepcore, wherever you are, you can call. 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. I'm worried about Mark. He called in and then he dropped immediately. He did inform us, though, that they do not, in fact, do parades down that parade route in Dallas any longer and they don't go through Dealey Plaza. I would think not. I would think the creepiness factor of that is through the roof, and it's just not a thing you ever want to do. I remember driving to the airport, and we were in the car driving through downtown to go back to the airport to leave. And one of my friends in the car said, hey, where, where is that, uh, that whole Dealey Plaza thing? And I go, well, we're driving right down that path right now. And I would think it's got to be, for people who live there, just a very unsettling Drive like if you uh, and that is the on ramp to the Stemmons Freeway, and I think it's the only on ramp from right there in that area. So you kind of have to go down that street that Kennedy was assassinated on. Like you have to go that way. Like I know the conspiracy theorist, and if you can imagine, sort of like a like a pitchfork. That's what the three roads in that area look like. There's a straightaway road, then there's one that breaks off to the right and then curves left, and there's one that breaks off to the light left and then curves right. So it sort of looks like a, a bent pitchfork, if you can visualize what I'm talking about. Um, people have said for years that, well, we knew it was a conspiracy because he should have gone down that straight path, that straight street down Maine instead of making the, the right and then the left 
in front of the book depository building. And the only reason they did that was so they could get him in position to shoot him. But they were going to the trademark and the Stemmons freeway. The only way to get onto the Stemmons freeway from that point is to make the right and then the left onto Elm. So anyway, they had to go that way. And that's where we were going on the way to the airport. And I said, well, this is it right here, fellas. We are right here in the crosshairs right now. It's very creepy. And no, apparently in Dallas, they do not do that. They do not have parades down that route, which seems like a very logical thing uh, to not do. Anyway, it's a really cool thing. If you ever get an opportunity to go to Dallas, take some time Go to that sixth floor museum, which is right there. So the Book Depository building is a museum now. And we are, as we're talking about this, we are 20 days away from the anniversary of that assassination. Um, I would recommend going to that. It's, it's a very, it's, it's just, it's eerie. It's interesting. If you like that kind of stuff, it's a very, um, it's, it's a fascinating museum. And I would tell you to, to go in and, and I wouldn't say enjoy it. I don't know that you can enjoy it. It's very weird to enjoy something where a murder occurred in front of a lot of people. But I think the moral of the story is uh, John F. Kennedy Jr. is not coming back. And he is not going to be our president. I just want to make sure that you all know that. And it is okay to start decorating for Christmas now. Guess what's coming back this year, folks? Uh, I don't believe, it, it, it was not here last year, right? The brewery lights at Anheuser-Busch. I think they, they didn't have it because of COVID concerns. It's coming back. November 26th, the brewery lights will be back again at Anheuser-Busch. And I am looking forward to that. I think it's a, if you haven't done that before, and if you're an adult and you like to imbibe, you can do so responsibly there. I think you could take your kids, too. You just They can't have Bush products. Uh, but it's a really neat thing, and it's coming back starting on November 26th. So I'm looking forward to it. I know that you are probably looking forward to it as well. Jeremy Werner of the Illini Inquirer going to join us in the next hour. Amy Marks Corps will be with us as well. And as I mentioned earlier, Senator Hawley is going to save you. He's protecting you, those who are worried about your masculinity being challenged. We'll tell you all about that next. I'm Chris Ranji. This is KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.